ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard. I sell it with one will. It's off the hard. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo, you are tuned in here to the Wednesday Hump Day edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. You know the rules, 877-37-GRIND. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. The only thing that we ask is you call during the uh, breaks and be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, <clears throat> keep in mind, if you need to reach out to me via Twitter, you can do that at SportsGrind. And also, if you... Um, want to stream the show live and leave comments i'll go ahead and read those in real time on air i'll respond to them later you can go to the business facebook page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal page as well and you can leave comments and like i said i'll read those in real time if not i'll respond to them later and also um, keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the episodes live or you're in a market that doesn't carry us terrestrial radio wise or you can't listen to us to or having technical difficulties listening to your other form means of uh, how you listen to us, other apps. Keep in mind, you can always go to sportscryingonline.com where you can click the play button, listen live to us, and you can also download the podcast seven days a week, 365. 877-37-GRIND. All right, Mr. Clark, you ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll? All right, man. So what do we have to get to today on this hump day? It's quite a bit. Um, you know, we're going to still be um, looking at this matchup. We're down to the conference championship game. Uh, we'll look at probably tomorrow we'll start breaking down more X and O's. I did want to look at the midweek uh, line report. Okay. You know, we're coming off a five and three weekend on the uh, foundation picks. Um so we'll look how we're going to be, you know, we'll take the total tally. I wait till basically Friday to get where we're at going into this one. Uh, but I do want to take a look at the midline report. Also, check in on the weather. See if any weather is going to play any implications. I'll let Jonas Clark play weather, Doppler weather guy uh, here when we get to that to see what could be affecting. Uh, we've got some coaching interview news as well in the NFL. We've got a coach. Um also, a, we've got actually two firings as well, too, besides the interviews. Um, also, we've got some comments. I these are kind of a few days old, but I never really got to Mayo, Gerard Mayo's comments about uh, really what kind of offseason that they were going to have for the New England Patriots when it comes to financial. Okay. And also, Denver Broncos. Um, you know, I started, we kind of went through this uh, probably about a week or two ago about possible quarterback options and free agency and stuff. But I had a question about a potential quarterback that's not a free agent but could be made available to see possibly if uh, this would be acceptable uh, to Orange Nation. Uh, I've got my thoughts on it, but this is also show you getting in the reality of really where they're going to be shopping at if they decide to part ways with Mr. Russell Wilson. Uh, so we'll get to that. Uh, also, uh, Major League Baseball, Cooperstown has announced their 2024 class. Um, hey, Colorado, about time. Todd Helton is going into the Hall of Fame along with Adrian Beltre and Joe Meyer. Um, Joe Maurer, 
It, he seems yeah. like his was pretty quick. I can, I can remember Joe just playing. It seemed like it was yesterday. But I wanted to circle back to this because I said finally, because I know, you know, I remember having these conversations with Salami and uh, my former co-host for some of my new markets, and he was a baseball encyclopedia. Uh, but I remember having questions and conversations about Todd Helton as he waited on the list to have his name called. Um, I do want to look at some of these numbers, but I remember the conversations I would have with him about, you know, Coors Field is is the elements of the thin air in Denver and in Colorado. Um, are they going to pretty much hinder him ever getting into the Hall of Fame? And that kind of was the narrative you know, kind of going forward with a lot of Colorado Rocky players, but he especially, because if you look at his numbers, and we'll circle back to him, that you were looking like, are those voters, I mean, hell, we've got the human element, voters basically hold grudges against these steroid guys in the air, and I know I'm not trying to compare the thin air as an advantage, like steroids, but it is an advantage, and you started to think were some of these writers holding that against him because he pretty much played his career in Colorado. Um, but at the same breath, I remember kind of talking and looking at that like, okay, well, we if that was the case, and I'm pretty sure it's not all writers who had to vote, but I'm pretty sure some of them took that in a factor like, ah, I don't know, those could be inflated numbers. Um, probably did. I won't put them, I wouldn't put them all in the same category that every writer held it against them. Uh, but the reality of it, we say, well, okay, well, what about pitchers? I mean, can you imagine, is, there, is, is Colorado ever going to have a pitcher? That's going to make it to the Hall of Fame. I mean, look how hard that ballpark in the thin air is hard on pitchers. Uh, but I do want to circle back and look at some of Todd's numbers and check out Joe Meyer and the other guys. But Cooperstown, they, they've had their announcement and they're uh, taking in three this year uh, to the Hall of Fame. Uh, also, uh, what have we got? We can start with the NBA uh, because there's a lot of NBA news shaking and going on. Um the Nuggets were victorious last night, by the way. They were able to get that victory uh, in Indiana. Uh, but really, the news out of the NBA, the National Basketball Association, is that yesterday it kind of broke before we came on air. And then basically less than 24 hours of firing Adrian Griffin from Milwaukee. Um, TNT first reported it uh, last night. Uh, that the Bucks had been centered in on Doc Rivers uh, to come in as a head coach. Um, when I saw this, the first thing, because y'all know me, man, that's what I've always said. Like, you follow me on Twitter. I'm kind of boring Twitter unless you're in the sports handicap and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not a guy that tweets every. If I tweet out something, it's something that I really want to just, you know, instead of talking to myself, just put it out there like what's in Calvin's head. I put out if the reports were true, Doc Rivers, in my opinion, dirty dog. It's a dirty dog. Okay. Um, Doc Rivers was currently employed because there's there's different levels to this that that make me feel a certain way on this one, but most of it is centered around Doc Rivers. Um, Doc Rivers is an ESPN analyst. He came back for a second stint on play-by-play, okay? Um, first of all, this lets me know that Doc Rivers um, broke the one unwritten code that you're supposed to do at any level, 
especially if you're a veteran, accomplished coach and a championship coach like Doc Rivers, and talking to a team on a team while a man has a current position. Um, make no mistake about it. These talks didn't just happen after that. Oh, well, hey, man, Giannis is not happy. The team's not responding. They're questionable on defense. Uh, let's fire Adrian. Oh, Doc's doing TV now. These talks have been going on. Okay. Uh, they intensified last night after Milwaukee decided to make the decision to fire Mr. Griffin 32 whatever games in. Okay. So that's one of the reasons that I'm sitting here qualifying he's a dirty dog. Okay. That's number one. Number two, enough already. Now I'm I'm saying all this with a grain of salt because I'm wishing Doc nothing but the best. But the way I look at it, and first of all, not only that, I mean, Doc broke the number one code, in my opinion, of talking to another team why a man's employed. And not only that, that man's an African-American man. Okay? So that's a double whammy on Doc. Um, number two, I'm wishing him the success. Okay, because I think Doc is, for the most part, a good guy. But I think Doc's kind of showing his colors a little bit, in my opinion. And let me tell you something. And it goes to the fact that, and we are in that time, because uh, I don't pay attention to everybody's platform. I don't, but, you know, through the course of the day, when I'm going to the gym, running errands, business meetings, I have my ear on to certain, you know, national shows, some of this. So just to catch the temperature to see, like, oh, everybody's seeing this the way I'm seeing it. Is anybody seeing it the way I'm seeing it? Um Doc is kind of getting a pass early on for this as well, too, because I think because it's Doc Rivers and, you know, Doc is nice and this and that. Um, I've seen this movie before. How many chances? OK, how many chances is the NBA going to give Doc Rivers? OK, like if the Milwaukee Bucks and evidently this is a guy that they had centered on that was available, that he was just doing TNT. There's no no team. The Clippers, the 76. Nobody owns the rights to Doc. So he was able to come out the booth to go back on the sideline. So nothing was done wrong there. But definitely this is a guy that they had centered on here for a couple of weeks. That's why I'm putting the dirty dog title on Doc Rivers. But let me tell you this. OK, if you look at it, since we live in the society of what have you done for me lately? If we look at Doc's last stints with the Clippers and then with the 76ers, with multiple teams, two different teams, he has blown three one leads a couple times. I think he's done it twice with each one of those teams. OK, at least once a piece. He's blown two oh leads in playoffs. Um, yes, he's won one title. Some people will ask and question like, OK, if you look at Doc's assistance, <laughs> you know, um, Tom Thibodeau at that time. If you remember the Celtics defense at that time of Kevin Garnett, Kendra Perkins, that group, uh, you know, Rajon Rock, they were lights out defensively. A lot of people credit that to Tex, uh, excuse me, not Tex Winter. A lot of people credit that to Tom Thibodeau. There were some other good coaches, assistants. But so then what have you done for me lately? That time at Clippers, he had Tyron Lue. On his side. And then all of a sudden, when these coaches start going, then all of a sudden, Doc starts going. I will tell you this. Because of the chances he's gotten, and what have you done for me lately, and due to the fact that how whether this was a smart move by Milwaukee, whether Giannis wasn't happy, which is obviously he wasn't, if he wasn't happy, whatever the deal is, at the end of the day, they were the number two seed in the NBA. 
And I'm going to take because I keep it fair regardless. And I try to be colorblind and I'll basically sit down there and pull out the card in defense when I need to. And also sit there and I'm comfortable on skin to call out the community of my own people when I need to. But let's just put it to let's put it real. If Griffin had done if if, if he was fired 32 games or whatever else in. And if Doc Rivers was sitting there, ten, I mean, ESPN analyst, this and this. If Doc Rivers was white, all hell would be breaking loose today based on how many opportunities Doc has gotten due to the fact that he's sitting there, went back to TV and therefore basically negotiated behind closed doors, and inquired about a job by another guy, basically first opportunity, first head coaching job, only not even 40 games in, got fired. If Doc Rivers was white, all hell would be breaking loose today. Meaning like, oh, well, what's going on? Because as far as I'm concerned, Doc evidently is part of that good old boy system in the NBA. I mean, come on, man. Give somebody else a shot. Like, if, like to me, like, give somebody, if, if, if this was about finding a veteran coach that's been in some playoff battles and maybe, you know, Griffin was just over his head or he couldn't figure out the defense and Giannis just said, hey, man, this is a bad decision, whatever. Okay, then go get somebody else that maybe has only had one other stop at some place. You know, get somebody else in that basically is either maybe coached in the finals or either had a playoff team. Give somebody else that has a defensive back. Because this is what this is what Doc's selling them on. Like, hey, man, you get your transition defense is bad. They're giving up 119, which to me, this is deeper than this. This is Griffin is there's something to disconnect with him and the players or whatever that didn't sit that well. Okay. At the end of the day, they're number two, because in most cases, most cases. A guy that even sits there in his first year looking like, hey, man, he's got a lot to learn. If they are at the top and winning in their conference or division, if we're talking football or, or, whatever, or whatever the case may be, if we're talking a manager in baseball, then you know what? You're going to ride out to it until what you're looking at starts to affect the team. They were winning. Now, were they blowing people out? Were they basically playing some close games against worse teams that they shouldn't? Yes, that's all the stuff that's being reported, but make no mistake about it. I'm putting Doc as part of that good old boy system. Like, I like Doc. I, I really do, and I hope he's successful. But come on, man, how many chances is Doc Rivers going to get? And it ain't like he's got to go away for two or three years and wait, and then he goes does TV. He's getting these chances. Bam, bam, bam. I look at Doc a little bit different going forward. And I'll tell you this. I think it was Yahoo. I have to get my you know laptop in front of me. But, you know, Giannis has talked more this year than he ever has. And I will be giving Giannis. Giannis will be. Giannis is entering that LeBron James uh, territory with me. I like Giannis. He's cool. He's a good guy. We probably need more athletes like Giannis. Giannis is letting his apple sack hang. If you go listen to some of Giannis's quotes over the last six months, go back to when, first of all, because remember, and I told you this, I was still on him waiting for the, like, do you think it's a failure? Do you do good at your job every day? Did Michael Jordan win a ring? I mean, I'm still waiting for Giannis to get number two after that. Because like I said, at the end of the day, they went down to an eight seed that eventually went to the finals. But that was, in, it started there. But if you go look at these close up, well, you know, honestly, I thank everybody that's got me to this point. But, you know, this is my team. It's always going to be my team. And, you know, we've got to make sure that we understand what the coaches do. This is Giannis talking like this. So he's got his hand in this. He's had his hand in everything that they didn't. And look, look at the timeline. Like he's got 
the Bucks by the 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 apple sack. He's got that franchise, and you know, and he's cool with it. Meaning, like we we thought it was cool when his brother was on the oh hey draft my brother let my brother come play. They are by the throat with him. He didn't. First of all, they lost. They went out as a as the number one seed. Then on top of that, they make this decision with Coach Budenholzer. And then he talks about, well, before I sign any extension, I've got to make sure everybody in this building is putting the work every day like I am, too, before I make a commitment. They went hell to high water to get Dame Lillard for him. And then after that, it followed up with an extension. Giannis has this. And, and I'll tell you the reason why he has the leverage and evidently his camp and he's utilizing it. But really, my more beef about the whole is really about Doc Rivers, man. Come on, man. Come on. You know. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Spin the One and Twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports crime. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right, keep in mind, uh, Specs, if you're looking to check out what's the latest new products that they have in, uh, or you already know what they have in and you just want it delivered straight to your doorstep, uh, keep in mind, don't forget about SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts here. That's Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Crime and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. 877-37-GRIND. Um, so, yeah, man, I just... You know, this is all about really because everybody else is judged in this time. Hell, not even just sports, just in everyday life. What have you done for me lately? And that's the question that would have to say for Doc Rivers. Um, 
Look, I mean, and, and again, there are certain coaches, you hear me talk about it with, I've said this a couple of times, especially over the last month, but you talk about, uh, you hear me talk about the John Foxes of the world. You know, you hear me talk about the Mike McCarthy's of the world. Are you like, it's one of those that Doc can sit there and yes, I do believe Doc can get the best defensively out of Giannis. Dame has never really played defense. He's not tra- he's not Luka Doncic on defense, but he he's not he he doesn't really is known for a perimeter guard defender. But I'm pretty sure under Doc's system and Doc's coaching, he will get the best he can defensively, you know, out of this. That's fine. But is it about that improving defensive, you know, statistical categories or is it about winning the chip because yes he is a former nba champion but that was a long time ago and when you look at a kevin garnett that was toward the end of his career but a paul pierce a rajon rondo i mean that team was stacked and i do think doc rivers is a good coach but damn to sit there and fire a coach 43 or excuse me 33 34 games in no, 43 games. Or 43 games. Excuse me, 43 games in, barely a little bit over the halfway mark, and the team is the number two team seed in the East. That's why I said this is more than X's and O's, man. It is. It's more than X's and O's. If somehow, some way, he didn't have the respect of the locker room, like you said, he didn't have the respect to Giannis, and this goes beyond X's and O's. And if you and, – and you want to add something before we – Well, it, it kind of does kick into X's and O's, though, because if you're not – you talk all the time. Because in this offensive world, you li- you love defense, no matter what sport it is. All right, and you say defense wins championships, but if the if the Bucks halfway through the season aren't playing defense, and there's not an emphasis in practice about playing defense, and there's not an eff- emphasis in timeouts about playing defense, at this point of the year, do we really think that's going to show up? And and because you can't just flip that switch. When you're in the in game five of a series, and all of a sudden decide you want to start playing defense and start coaching defense, you don't just flip that switch. And so now is the time to mentally correct yourself. You give a, a head coach, Doc Rivers, enough time to instill defense back into this team, into this rotation, going into the playoffs, rather than almost waiting. What Quinn Snyder got hired by the Hawks, I think in March. Of last year, but they were like, I mean, they were they were like, they were still pushing for a playoff but spot. They weren't even in the playoff spot, at right? That time. But but they made they made their decision too late because if you make it at this point, you can correct. Go back to what the, again you talked about the other day, what the Lakers did at the trade deadline. This is the point where you can make corrections. You evaluate the first half and you make corrections. And this is this was the correction I think they, that they think they needed. And definitely, defense is something that Giannis has been again saying that they've needed. It's evident that they've needed it based on the box score. Well, it shows that, first of all, what it shows me is there's too many cooks in the kitchen. Because if we, if this is all about defense, go check out what their stats was defensively with Budenholzer, and they told him to kick rocks. Top five. Okay, and they told him to kick rocks. This is about Giannis is uncomfortable. And Giannis decided to play in the Le- LeBron James world, and not everybody can play in that world. I talked about it yesterday. Go listen to the podcast. 
Okay, so let me read you some quotes that Giannis had in August, because because at the end of the day, everybody's going to give him a pass. But I'm letting y'all know the guy that everybody likes, which he's a level guy. I like Giannis. I know it comes across that I don't. Yeah, but really but does. no, well, I don't. I, I like him. But I, I believe in fair treatment across the board. And so when people is getting passes just because, hey, man, he's not an ass, you know. Yeah, well, you, that is so horrible what he did. He 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 yelled at Russ on the sideline. How can be so? He's an ass. When you're a nice dude, you get away, but you can be slick and do just as arrogant stuff as the people that got the biggest enemies. And that's the that's the mission that I'm on because even some of this slipped my radar. I'm gonna take you back to August, okay? Um, now this is a interview that he was doing with. Um, I think uh, Tanya or Tanya uh, Gangulia or whatever, New York Times, I butchered the name. But this was back in August coming off of that exit against the Heat. He says, look, um, I've got to feel that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. There's an I, like I do. The desire is to remove any doubt that they were going to not sign him on the dotted line. They made a big, massive switch. This is kind of stuck about the article. And then he goes on and says, you've got to see the dynamics, how the coach is going to be, how we're going to be together. This is my team. And it's going to be forever be my team. Now, in Giannis' defense on a little bit of this, he could have been talking directly to like, hey, are you going to leave? Are you not going to sign the extension? So maybe I'll give him a little bit. Maybe that was the contents of he's saying that. But look how that sounds, though. OK, so he's letting you know you've got to see the dynamics about the team. All right. So he says, this is my team. and It's going to forever be my team. I don't forget people that were there for me and allow me to be great and to showcase who I am to the world and gave me the platform. But we have to win another one, which I have no problem because he knows he's got to win another title because they've got. I mean, Giannis is a guy when it's all said and done, if he's not in the three or four range, it was kind of a disappointment. But at least he's got one ring and there's a lot of greats that don't even have one. He said, we have to win another one. It's the North Star. Anything represents a potential division. He said, also, he said, if you look at it, we have to be more clear in what we're trying to accomplish defensively and who we're going to let attack us because you got to live with something. He told reporters, this was after now this, that was August, some August quotes. This is November 1st. This is after a loss to the Raptors. He said, you can't stop everything. We got to keep figuring. He goes, we got to keep figuring out solutions right now. We're not there yet. Okay defensively man i feel like we got to take it up a notch this was after november 11th loss to the magic we have to take it up a notch there's not who we are this is not milwaukee bucks we got we got to guard people so to me boonhoser had him as the top five defense okay he didn't want him there he 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 basically the manager said we're making a change okay go ahead he didn't do anything to stop it me and jonas disagree with this but i'm gonna go with the proof of what we got here because this one's on him so at the end of the day, Giannis, what you're seeing, and this is, you know, I, I say it because, you know, the Spurs players get a lot of foreign players when they started drafting foreigners. And people think I use that terminology in tongue in cheek. No, it's true. Some of these foreigners that get over here, some of these greats, they call what you call getting Americanized. And Giannis has finally got Americanized to realize who he is, the power he has and how the NBA operates. The superstars, and, and let me tell you, before I was going to break, let me tell you why he's got the Milwaukee Bucks by the cojones. If Giannis would ever force a trade or ever demand to be traded out, because if he ever did that, they would have to do that. Do you understand, like, 
you could probably get a good package of haul back for Giannis, but do you understand the chances you ever have of getting a player such as a Dame Lillard or any, whether to veto, approve a trade to that destination or go there willing in free agency? You're not. It's the Bucks. It's Milwaukee. Giannis knows that. And he's exercising that. But like I said, he's entering without all the accomplishments and the accolades. He's entering the world of LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, the guys that understand it. Look, it, it's to me, it's always been a thin line. Like I, I'm all about, yes, it comes to a time where the players should have more power. They should have a little bit of voice. The problem with the NBA, they went they went from zero to 180. Like zero to a hundred real quick. And and it's overboard now. But can I really blame Giannis? Because it goes back to like the steroid era. Am I going to worry about who's using or am I going to use it because I see all these big contracts and I see these people winning batting titles and home runner. I'm just going to sit back here and play country dumb and live with my morals. Giannis sees how the NBA is basically operating. And also Giannis is smart enough to know there's people out there that if that's why he says we have to win another one, because he understands that in the world we live in, if he walks away with only one, where does that put him in big man legacy? But just to make it to clear, my biggest beef on this whole situation is Doc Rivers. I think Giannis has co-signed on this, and I think now he's added more pressure to him and Dame Dollar. Because they've got to sit here and, and, you know, whether Doc can come in and sprinkle some magic dust or whatever he wants to do, and he could talk them up, and they're going to be in, 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 half, in, you know, timeouts. And Doc there with his borderline laryngitis, Giannis, hey, guys. You know, Doc can't do his voice, but Doc looks like he's, he yells like every damn game, loses his voice after every game. Yeah. He's entering that world, but he hasn't entered the world of criticism yet as LeBron and KD and Kyrie. But Doc Rivers, dirty dog, part of the good old boy network. And how many chances is he going to get? I'll tell you, man, if there was a Doc Rivers code, if there was a few brothers in Division I college that had Doc's do-overs and second chances, we wouldn't have the minority problem we hire in Division I college. And even if you look at the NFL on how many brothers get rehired after they get fired, Doc has tested all that odds in the NBA. But I guess this is about defense, but everybody in the organization, including Giannis, Bud had to go. But Bud had him in top three, top five defense. In your opinion. In my opinion, but I also go by facts and clues and all the indications. Point. I mean, Wojo was on the 10 o'clock Sports Center last night and said, look, nobody makes moves in the NBA without insulting their superstar. They really don't. They can tell you publicly they don't, but that's just, first of all, you shouldn't. I mean, like I said, unless you're Greg Popovich in the San Antonio Spurs, you really shouldn't. Because the, because, because the players got too much control. All they've got to do is walk as superstar, not the guy on the 10th bench, not the 8th, 6th man of the year. I'm talking about the face of the franchise. All he's got to do is walk upstairs in the office and say, hey, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. You can play, you can beg and plead for the sympathy, but it doesn't matter. You're going to have to go ahead and let them go. And Giannis knows that. So really, to me, then, it, then they got to win the East. With this move, they got to win the East. 
Because I think, it, I think that's the expectation. Well, that's the expectation, but the reality, they better make a move. Because Doc is Doc ain't coming in with no go look at the rosters Doc had with the Clippers. Go look at the rosters Doc had even with Philly. He had Embiid, he had Maxi. I mean, James Harden, yeah, he was really but go look. It ain't like Doc Rivers is taking uh startup projects. He won't. Now, his tenure and his knowledge of the game, maybe has earned him that right. That's fine. But the way this played out and knowing that Doc had to be talking about this behind Griffin's back, why he was employed and knowing that, like, come on. Are you that hard up to try to still coach that that to, to chase? And I don't know if Doc is trying to, you know, validate that one championship because it's been to I don't know. And Doc is one of those guys that's a prime example. And I just say this. I don't care if you black, white, Chinese, Samoan. If you can shake hands and kiss enough babies and kiss ass, you can go a long way in this world. Do you think it's a coincidence? Now, look, Austin Rivers is about an average basketball player, in my opinion. He stayed in the league as long as he could. Some people don't believe he'd even be in the league if his last name wasn't Rivers. When he stopped garnering attention to be on anybody's team, what happened? Hey, son, you want to go work for ESPN? You want to broadcast? Yeah, I can get a good word in for you. And next thing you know, Austin Rivers is employed with the Four Letter Network. Doc, to me, this is just dirty. And then it's put the pressure on Milwaukee. And I think, and it ain't just Doc. They're going to have to make a move at the deadline. I don't know if they're deep enough. Um, you know, when you say, hey, we'll make it now because you implement a system. Of course, yeah, you're not going to wait to the playoffs to do whatever. But my question is, this: does this guarantee you a championship? Does it guarantee you the Eastern crowd? If you stay, if Milwaukee Bucks stay pat, does this guarantee them come out the East just because they went and got Doc Rivers from the play-by-play? I won't say no way. But the evidence of late doesn't show us it does. But how does the team respond? What, speaking of that, Jonah, what is the Bucks next game? Who they got? They, I don't think they're in action tonight. I'd be eager to see. I mean, they're finalizing the deal. I mean, I don't know if no, Doc, they're in action tonight. They're in action tonight. I wonder if he will be on the sideline tonight in time for the game. I'm assuming he would. And again, too, <laughs> that's the that's the adage in well, the, the the team hasn't made an official announcement yet. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I heard they were still working toward. I mean, last night all indications basically pointed was, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be him. But that's another notion in the NBA too. When we talk about Doc coming in and major, we all know in the NBA you don't get practice time anymore when the season starts. So this is going to be an uphill battle anyway. But this is what Giannis wanted. Dane was okay and winked at it, and they're okay playing for Doc. And let me tell you, there's been a lot of players that – there's been some players that playing for Doc ain't that easy. There's some people that still love them to this day, former players. But my whole point is I've seen this movie before, man. Give somebody else a shot. Give somebody else a shot. And he broke the number one code in my – because there's no way these talks started yesterday after Griffin was let go. Come on, man. If you, if you fire somebody in 40, you know – games in a little bit over 40 games in that you have an idea that you know talking to who else we really gonna get i I don't think it's ever been a secret that doc rivers wanted to be back on a bench 
Well, I mean, well, first of all, after this last time, I didn't know. I mean, I thought for him to run right into the booth, I didn't know if he was. I mean, I'm pretty sure if an opportunity came in the next year or two, that wouldn't sit there and say, nah, he's standing in the booth. But to sit there within not even a calendar year and to get a job this way. I mean, he probably had to take a shower afterwards. That's I mean that that's that's real and I would you know well I will tell you this too Jonas there's no secret either too that Mark Jackson wants another coaching job too and Mark Jackson has been waiting and waiting and for whatever personal reason just bring it back full circle to my point when people you know perceive you a certain way and whatever Mark Jackson's comments behind closed doors in Golden State about somebody's preference or religion, he was too much of taking people to church and all that. Mark Jackson has not gotten a second opportunity. Mark Jackson can coach defense. Everybody thinks like, oh, well, Steve Kerr gets all the credit. And I'm the first to tell you, you no, know, Steve upped it up a notch. Like Steve upped it up offensively and he could sustain defense. But Mark Jackson did teach them how to spell defense in Golden State. And he hasn't sniffed in that. There you go. There's one candidate. We were like, give Mark Jackson the Ma Ma Milwaukee job. Yeah, he can help the defense. He's arguably more of a distraction to a team that has, again, the aspirations, the expectations of reaching the even, – even before, even with Adrian Griffin, the expectations for the Bucks this year is Eastern Conference But why finals. would Mark be a distraction? Because we're going to have the narrative about, oh, this is the first time back in, and, and he didn't get along in the Golden State locker room and then the, with the ownership and everything like that. It's, it's just going to – it would be another piece of that. That's going to be the story first. They don't want that. Well, well they're going to have a story on my end because they've got a superstar that's pulling rank for the last two years that's going on the radar, and he's handpicked. And at the end of the day, okay. Because at the end of the day, dude, they were number two in the overall in the Eastern Conference, regardless if their defense was terrible or not. They were number two. He had a winning record, and this ain't normal unless there's some shady stuff going around. Dirty dog doc. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro DeBell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobell's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobell is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, Shout! 
Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 